Matt. Rumi. <laughs> I want you to think about something for a second. Imagine this. Okay. You are a famous pop star. So famous that people are threatening your life. Okay. But not just any people. Famous characters from our favorite comic books and movies. Are threatening me? Threatening you. All yeah. Right. And you need to hire a bodyguard. Okay. Now, Kevin Costner's not available, but I will tell you who is available. Okay. Who's good? Who could be possibly be better than Kevin Costner? <laughs> I know, right? We have The Terminator. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> He's a little better. The Predator. The Batman. The Wolverine. Hellboy. Judge Dredd. Darth Vader. <laughs> okay. Mar from Sin City and RoboCop. <laughs> so, first of all, <laughs> I love the fact that Kevin Costner is not available. Like I called the bodyguard agency yep. and I was like, uh, I heard Kevin Costner is good at this. They're like, sorry, unavailable. <laughs> He's gone. But we got, I got this nine. Yeah. These other nine <laughs> cartoon and comic book and movie characters. Okay. So the, one of those is going to protect me. One of those is going to protect you. So, so pick one as a, as a bodyguard. Who, what, what's the threat? Well, the one that you pick will protect you the other eight will try to kill you oh <laughs> terminator predator batman wolverine hellboy judge dread darth vader marv and robocop right <laughs> <laughs> that's hardcore because i i could definitely tell you like against a conventional threat there's a, a lot of good choices on that list mm -hmm. but <laughs> eight of those things fighting against one of those things. That's hardcore. Mission <laughs> <laughs> sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to the launch pad. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Today we're doing the bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> I love we are, <laughs> we are doing the bodyguard. It's just our version of the bodyguard. Who would you like to swoop you up in your, their arms and walk you out of the nightclub? Uh, <laughs> all right. This is tough, but can, can, I, can I go in reverse order? Can I tell you my least favorite? Because that jumped out at me quicker. Any way you want. Any way you okay. want. Okay. And every comic I've ever read that mm -hmm. had him in it mm -hmm. and in the one really good and one really bad movie that I saw Mar from Sin City is fucking badass. Yeah. I don't think he would last a second against pretty much anybody else on this list with the exception maybe of Judge Dredd. Maybe I think Judge Anybody Dredd. else. He might be able to do okay with the little Robocop too. He could probably He'd do okay. He's but the thing is he's like super tough. Mm -hmm. He's a badass. Yeah. But he's a human. And he doesn't have any powers other than being an ultimate Frank Miller-esque badass. Rumi? Yeah. Can, can I throw another wrench in the in the works? <laughs> yeah. Because we're doing the bodyguard episode, not only is this person going to protect you, but just like Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner, you're going to develop just a passionate relationship with. That's what, <laughs> like on an emotional level? <laughs> on an emotional level. You're just going to be... It, it, I mean, he might, might teach your kid how to ride a bike. <laughs> He's there to protect you, your heart, right. and your body. Okay. Um, well, I stand by what I was just saying then. Marv doesn't do anything for me. Emotionally, he'd be so that distant. That boosts a couple other characters up. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, okay. it fully changed my answer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's what I was just going to ask you is looking at that same list. Are there any that jumped out at you? Like the first thing I thought was not Marv. Yeah. Mar well, Mar Marv immediately was the one on here that I was like, I could probably replace him with 30 other characters, sure, sure. which we'll get into and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Marv, Marv is just, he's just a bruiser. He takes bullets and sure. really there's nothing redeemable about him other than, you know, he can take a, 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 a licking and keep on kicking. Sure. But I don't think, I think he could take a conventional licking from other people like him. Anyone else in this list pretty much, I think, would destroy him. I think he could give Batman a black eye, but Batman would beat him. Batman would just destroy him. I yeah. Think. The Predator, 10 minutes in, no he'd catch him. You know, I think him and Hellboy would have a tumble just because Hellboy would want the fight. Hey, Dark Horse, I'd read that. I'd read that. Yeah, I would read that. Dude, a Sin City Hellboy crossover where Hellboy's in red the whole time and everything else is black and white. I'd read that. We always say don't steal our idea, but Dark Horse. Steal our idea. Technically, your characters. So. Yeah. <laughs> Steal that idea. Make that happen. That would be pretty badass. That being said, I think Hellboy, Hellboy is pretty much, if not completely invulnerable, right? Well, to be honest, Hellboy's my pick. <laughs> really? I would pick Hellboy, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hellboy, I think not only would be the best bodyguard. <clears throat> the best lover. But on an emotional <laughs> level. I think he could really connect because there would be these like these like distant moments, but I think I can change him. So <laughs> <laughs> like he'd be sitting at the window looking out, brooding, yeah. and you'd come up behind him and put your arms around. Yeah, him. I'd be like, What's up, Hellboy? What's up, HB? What's wrong? Because <laughs> like if you watch the Hellboy movies, he has that relationship with sure. the girl who has fire for hands. And he's always like he's always like brooding and trying to get her to change her mind. She's always to try and change him into being, you know, more caring and not such a jerk. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that that would be like, hey, very Kevin Costner, very Kevin Costner. <laughs> All right. But um, with that choice, we're going to get into what pitfalls that run in, what that would run into. So l let me start. Let's do it like this. Let me start by trying to shoot holes in your pick. Okay. Hellboy is invulnerable. I think that's pretty good. To an extent. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Offensively, mm -hmm. he's a good fighter. Yeah. Right? He's Bruiser. got the right hand of doom, mm -hmm. which is extra strong. And, and he, you know, it's a bludgeon at the very least, but it's extra strong. Yeah. And then he, as far as like ranged weapons, he's got that gun, the revolver he has, the Good Samaritan. That's it for specific, distinctive mm -hmm. offensive characteristics. Defensively, he's pretty much invulnerable, if not actually invulnerable. Yeah. But I feel like it will be shortcoming because I feel like he could very easily be overwhelmed. So if each of these other eight are attacking one at a time, mm -hmm. maybe that's good. Mm -hmm. If any two or three attack at the same time. And that's something I want to bring up is who <laughs> might possibly team up on this? Like <laughs> on this list, who could you see teaming up to attack my bodyguard? Fucking of all, okay, Terminator, Predator, Batman, Dr Judge Dredd, Hellboy, Wolverine, Darth Vader, Marv, Robocop. Yeah. The coolest fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And Marvel and DC, listen up. Darth Vader teaming up with Batman. I think that would be pretty fucking unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, in my opinion, I think Darth Vader is the 
is the biggest problem. He he would be the biggest challenge to Hellboy. He's got oh, okay, a, he's got sure. a lightsaber, and mm-hmm. even though Hellboy's pretty invulnerable, I think a lightsaber could chop him up pretty good. I think yeah, I would think so. But in my head, Hellboy has a relic because okay. Whereas Batman has goofy gadgets that he's sure. like, I paid money and bought these. Hellboy has like a treasure trove of shit that's like, oh, I have this shield that was sure. right, you know right, right. ancient demon hunting shield, and it protects you know it's the one thing that a lightsaber can't cut because magic you know I feel like there would be a couple things you could throw in there but I think Darth Vader is his biggest challenge I agree and to to continue what you're saying about relics and stuff Mm -hmm. you could think uh, assuming that this was all the same universe and everyone lived together and stuff the force is almost like a religion and Hellboy often has religious adversaries that he uses like you said talismans and and relics and whatnot to, to fight against so maybe you're right maybe somehow he could nullify the force even in you know widely in the new star wars stuff there's a lot of things that can stand up to lightsabers now mm-hmm. not just lightsabers there's different metals there's different other different swords with different crystals that can stand up to lightsabers so you're right maybe he has a sword and or shield that could fight uh, stand you know stand up against the lightsaber and maybe darth vader couldn't nest- use like force powers on mm-hmm. him couldn't use mind trick couldn't use force push or pull or whatever oh so man maybe that would kind of nullify a lot of Darth Vader strengths. Okay. Oh, maybe wait. you're right. Okay. Picture this. <laughs> We've hi- got the biggest smile on his face. We're right hiding now. out in, in our Wisconsin cabin. Hellboy's protecting me. We're, <laughs> we're cozy by the fire. And Darth Vader's out in the snow, tracing the snow with his red lightsaber. And Hellboy goes out to fight him. And he tries to do the force push on him. And he just, like, goes inches back. Just, like, such a badass moment because Vader throws up his hand and, like, ooh. And Hellboy just stands there moves back like one inch. Rumi is like demonstrating this. <laughs> yeah, acting it out. Full out. Full out. <laughs> and I will <laughs> <please>. Okay. <laughs> How do you think Wolverine would fare against a Hellboy bodyguard? Wolverine really wants my autograph. See, I feel like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, both Wolverine and Vader were two of my top picks. Yeah. Wolverine because he is pretty much invulnerable. There's, Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of any attack by any of these other characters that Wolverine could not heal from. Mm -hmm. Right. At least theoretically, if you go by what common mainstream Mm -hmm. usually Mm -hmm. does with the fact that he's a berserker and when he gets fighting, he will fight till the fight is done. Mm -hmm. So he, I thought if four of these fucking guys tried to overwhelm me, Wolverine would do his absolute best. And at the very least, he could shield me with his body. Yeah. And at the, even if the flesh got shot away, I have at least an adamantium, adamantium skeleton. skeleton to so, protect So is Wolverine me. your pick? Wolverine's your Kevin Costner? Uh, it might be Vader, because him and Vader, him, Vader, and Batman were my top three, and I'm having Batman. trouble. Yes. Hmm. I'm having trouble. Now, I know Batman has a lot of shortcomings. Yeah. We're, we're kind of bouncing back and forth, but I know Vader has a lot of, sh- I mean, Batman has a lot of shortcomings. My biggest one with him is that he's a human. He just seems so smart. And I probably have read and seen more Batman things than probably anybody on this list. If you factor in every Batman comic I've ever read and stuff, how often does he lose? Well, never. But he loses a battle here or there, but very rarely does he get his ass handed to him. Yeah. Very rarely does he lose, lose. So 
So I feel that in my mind, me and Batman are in this snowy cabin. Yeah. He knows that the others are coming. Right. I feel that he would probably be the best prepared out of everybody for an attack because he seems to be one of those guys who wins the fight before it starts by really thinking what might about happen. what's going to happen. He, he definitely would know has everyone's weaknesses. He yeah. would have shit prepared. He's very Costner about that. <laughs> he is. And that's why I, that, that is the reason that I, I was thinking him because I feel like he would be like, okay, first of all, he's fought the, he's already fought the predator f- at least four times yeah. and he's won every single time. Can I say something about about Batman? You can. This is gonna, this is gonna kinda get into a tangent. But what city or town is your snowy cabin? Mm, good question. Because I said Wisconsin, but uh, if you in in your bodyguard universe, where's your getaway cabin? Uh, I suppose which guy I was with. If you pick Batman and you don't say Gotham City, Batman's dead in my opinion. Really? Batman is only good inside Batman's universe. And fanboys bend, break, jump through hoops to come up with ways for Batman to overcome insurmountable odds. And it's always technology or his smarts or he gets some gadget. But in reality, like, no rich person overcomes adversity with money other than Bill Gates, and Bill Gates isn't Batman. So, gadgets and brains very rarely take care of, like, like to beat the Predator, he beat him four times, but every time he needed a suit or, like, power armor to beat Batman, he needed some crazy armor to fight him, just to get on the same level playing field. Fair enough. And, and I, I love Batman, but when Batman is in his own world... That's where he's boss, and that's where Batman is most badass, and that's where I buy that he can beat a Joker or even a Deathstroke. But you take him out of that world and you put Batman up against Brainiac, I don't buy it. Even when they explain to me sure, how they sure. beat him. I, I agree with that. Like, I don't even buy that he could beat Green Lantern, because Green Lantern would see him, put him inside of a bubble, take away his oxygen, Batman's dead. I mean, pretty much anybody that, that has any sort of superpower, you need to, like, really jump through hoops to put Batman on an even playing field. And I, one of the best things about Batman is his fans' ability to do that, where they're like, no way. And anything they say. Um, earlier this week on Twitter, people were like, Jason Todd is the Red Hood versus the Punisher. And every most people on there were like, Jason Todd was trained by Batman. Easy, easy choice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, not at all. The Punisher has the expertise, the experience, and the years of training that Jason Todd is still basically a kid, and his emotions will get in the way and the Punisher would wipe the floor with that kid. I don't care who trained him. Whether there was Batman, Yoda, doesn't matter. He is a kid. Punisher is a professional. Oh, see, I... I, ag- I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily agree. Like the Jason Todd thing is a whole, like, but their whole thing was Batman. Hell. Yeah. Right. Their whole thing was Batman causes it. And they always find right. a reason to make Batman on top. And I, I get that. And I understand that. I wasn't thinking, <laughs> first of all, I wasn't thinking about a snowy cabin uh-huh. until you, <laughs> until you framed this Plus, entire Batman's thing. Batman's out way. all night and you're worried about him. You're like, what if he doesn't come home? Who's going to protect but me? But I still feel like, like, think of it this way. I mean, if you want to like really try to logic it. <laughs> Schaefer is in the woods, or not the woods, the jungle, on an army mission expecting to fight 
renegade gorillas mm-hmm. encounters the predator mm-hmm. and because he is cunning and smart and a good warrior he figures out the predator can't see except in thermal yeah. he figures out how to counteract that i would think you can argue that dutch schaefer does not have the training that batman does so even if batman wasn't in gotham and didn't have a suit and didn't have etc etc et mm-hmm. i feel like i mean the first time batman and predator met mm-hmm. Batman fig like Batman lived, but he had well, to, he got the power gloves to do it. He got eventually, the, yeah. but the first time he didn't. Okay, and I feel like almost like his will and his the fact that he's so tactical and can so quickly. And granted, this is not a real thing, or at least not to this level. It's real but to the, me. What's that? It's real to me, man. <laughs> That's why I want to be cradling him by the fire. <laughs> Um, also, notice that in my thing, I was cradling Batman, not the other way around. <laughs> I just, and I didn't say that on purpose. I'm just telling you that's how I was imagining it. Um, I, I think that he, fighting any of these other eight guys, could assess what was happening quicker mm-hmm. than anybody else. Even Vader, who's probably my other, my well, next top choice. In the bodyguard, he definitely like assesses the security risks sure. and plans for them. Right. And, and I think Batman would be... Very good about like okay these are the these are the angles they might come for mm-hmm. and he might plan for that and plot for that and develop his his gadgets for that and you know put up his bat sentry <laughs> sentry robots <laughs> sure. yeah and I think I really think that he uh, at least like I think any one of these nine if you knew you were picking that one and the other eight were going to attack you there's no easy choice here like mm-hmm. there's no. Oh, definitely, I'm safe. If Superman was on here, as much as I don't like Superman, like I don't care for him as a character, the fact that he can move faster than a speeding bullet, I think he could wipe out half that list immediately. Well, and that's why there's no Superman on here. There's no Spawn on here. There's none none of the superpower people because that would make it OP. For those of you who don't know, OP stands for overpowered, and people on the internet love to cry about it. (laughs) OP, he's so OP. OP, especially in video games, like they're like, oh, that character's so overpowered. OP, OP. Yeah, I, I agree. There's no, there is no OP on this. Yeah, which is good because I feel like it. Vader's pretty close, though. I mean, Vader's really. He's powerful. close, but already the first fucking thing you said. Yeah. At least has the potential. When you talk about Hellboy, has the potential to negate what I thought was Vader's not only biggest strength, but I thought almost unopposed. Here's a question: Can Vader cut adamantium with a light? Saber. I don't know. It's, they've never been in the same universe. Right? I know. But that being said, like I said, in Star Wars, especially recently, there's multiple things that it has been established a lightsaber mm-hmm. can't cut. So it wouldn't be ridiculous to think that adamantium could not be crossed. If if it could that would be, be cool as fuck, yeah, man. Because then he could fight with the claws. Oh man, claws versus lightsaber. Claws versus lightsaber, and then like he can rip his skin off with the force. Just like, oh man, like that scene in Silent Hill where Pyramid Head picks up that lady and just rips her skin off Mm -hmm. he could do that with Wolverine but then it's just him and the adamantium skeleton fighting with the claws that'd be so rad it'd be good because yeah those are all Marvel and Star Wars and would one (laughs) in the same now Batman would be so I think Batman has the best brain Mm -hmm. here the best way to figure it out Mm -hmm. Wolverine has just the most fighting he wouldn't be a generous lover either <laughs> yeah, that's true. Once you said that, now that there's an emotional component, I probably wouldn't pick Wolverine. But I think he's like, 
<laughs> to cartoonify him, he's like the Tasmanian devil as far yes. as fighting goes. Sure. And I think that would be a, a strong thing with some of these guys. He, he would definitely, he would put up, I think, the longest fight. Yes. I mean, I I think, and as we've seen in, in like Logan and such, he does not stop. He fights to the end, mm-hmm. even when it's like do or die, he, he would do it. I think Wolverine has the problem of he might be able to get distracted by an emotional component such as the big bad guys taunting him he'll chase him and allow sure for you know uh <clears throat> you know just just lower level minions to get in as we've seen in some of the 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 x-men movies yeah you know he chases the biggest threat and that sometimes clouds his judgment as to who might be sneaking in behind him sure he also does not have much of a range as far as offensive fighting no um i'm imagining if if predators up in a tree somewhere mm-hmm. can shoot plasma bolts at them all or spears whatever all day long theoretically predator uh wolverine has been in the army and is a super good warrior fighter with weapons he could also have weapons Mm -hmm. but still i mean i'm imagining he would then have pretty conventional like human weapons yeah not really super effective against terminator or predator even robocop yeah if we're looking again i think the second person that i would knock off this list immediately would be robocop really I love RoboCop. Love RoboCop. I would figure that would be the highest one for the emotional for you. Um, no, because he's like, he kind of just has that uh, newly divorced syndrome where he's like, <laughs> I'm just remembering my wife again. And you're like, yeah, come on, baby. It's me now. Forget about her. And he's sure. like, I can't. I'm programmed that way. <laughs> <laughs> Cop is super vulnerable in all his movies. There's like a scene where he gets blown up and his head's all like, and he's slow. He just pantomimed. His head he was rolling his eyes, his eyes and like roll rolling his head. his head back and forth like his neck didn't work. I mean, they always do that. They always do that. And like Robocop is one of my favorite characters of all time, mm-hmm. all time. Sure. But I think outside again, like I feel about Batman outside of his own element, like he's not very fast. He is a good shot, but he he gets blown up a lot. And that's and, and then then I need to find like a super smart kid to put him together. Sure. And that's like, the thing. He won't regenerate. He can't fix himself. Yeah. With any big. And and in in the bodyguard, Whitney Houston has a son. Maybe he could be like a super genius as 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 you all know a lot about this movie. I don't I think I've seen it before. And I, I did just see it on Broadway. I also I saw it on Broadway. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. When? I went too. <laughs> <laughs> we got free tickets from a friend of ours who was yeah. like, I'm not seeing that. We bought we bought season passes just to get Hamilton. Oh, like, OK. It was to guarantee we got Hamilton tickets. We bought season passes mm-hmm. and like included in it was the bodyguards. So I was like, all right, whatever. It wasn't terrible. I had more fun laughing at it than I did. Oh, like, for sure. A shitty movie Sunday of, of Broadway. Of Broadway, yeah. which was funny. Um, <clears throat> he fills me up. I wish we were in the same audience. Damn. Uh, Did it keep scaring people in the audience when gunshots would go off? Oh, yeah. yeah. And when the, the, I don't want to ruin it, but in the bodyguard, there's like a killer who's trying to kill her. Every time he popped up, like there were times where like action was happening. Yeah. And then there'd be like a music cue and light would shine on the killer standing off to the side. Yeah. Multiple people, including Amanda, would go. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a hysterical it was musical. fun as hell uh, pretty fun yeah and like I think if they played that as as fun and not serious then it's <laughs> it's it's a pretty entertaining time oh yeah like if they tried to make it funny yeah if I think they could push it farther I think it could be way funnier um, but she has a kid and if right. if the kid was like a computer genius then He's maybe maybe he could fix Robocop like in the movies but other than that I see Robocop spending most of his time like rolling around and on Robocop the floor. is so slow so slow I have wrote that now, down so slow so slow caps. yeah and let's let's for argument's sake say that he was never supposed to be that slow you're supposed to buy that he can move real speed kind of sure. like they did with the remake that was stupid mm-hmm. like maybe he can move real speed and that was just a, a, like a byproduct of the 80s was yeah. that they couldn't show him move fast because it was a hundred pound suit or some crap but let's just say he can move fast he still just has this this vulnerability of being a robot that can't fix himself whereas sure, the sure. Terminator can take quite a bit of damage take you know just keep moving on and on even after he's destroyed his skeletons crawling around after you cut off his hand the hands coming after you like we've seen the Terminator just be blown to pieces and still be okay whereas mm-hmm. Robocop he falls apart put at, me in my chair yeah put me in my chair and eat me my baby food <laughs> and eat my baby food <laughs> oh he'd be such an emotional baby always whining god I agree did you ever read the Robocop Terminator crossover yeah it was the really first one it was pretty cool you know who wrote Frank Miller wrote that well didn't he also write he wrote a sequel to Robocop yeah which they took the Parts very, of. very bare bones of and made the RoboCop movie, but the comic exists. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but I feel like the I really, RoboCop I, Terminator is amazing. I really like the <laughs> RoboCop comics. I, the Frank Miller sequel is mm-hmm. really good. Has it, it, it was more the badass thing that I wanted it to be. Sure, sure. And RoboCop Terminator is really cool. I just, I remember seeing that in, that was one of the few series as a kid that I had all of the issues for. It was mm-hmm. the, the original. Yeah. I remember being like, I love both of those properties. As a kid, I love both those properties. This will mm-hmm. be fun. Like like Aliens vs. Predator was fun. Great comic. But when you start reading Robocop Terminator, the way that they married the myth, the two different mythos mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. you were like, shit, that actually kind of makes sense. If if they were in the same world, that's a smart way to blend them. It was so fucking cool. And then the fights and everything were cool. It also was the first and only time that I can remember a time travel story going back multiple times. Yeah. Like I... You, you finish Terminator 1, the movie, and you're like, well, why would Skynet just send another robot back five minutes before that robot? Like, yeah. Just to fix what just happened. But this this comic book series actually does that, where RoboCop is triumphant really quick, yeah. and the Terminators come back again right at the same moment, yeah. which like makes a lot of fucking sense. Why would you not do that? Why would you not do that? Well, I mean, that's the time travel aspects of those movies is like all over the place. Oh, for sure. But like that is, and the time travel of this specifically the fourth issue of RoboCop mm-hmm. Terminator gets a little wacky, but it at least was like, hey, I know I know that this is a thing. Let me try to explore it. I thought we're getting we're getting uh, off off topic, although RoboCop wins in that comic ultimately. Um, well, of course he does. RoboCop Terminator would be a good fight one on one. And it yeah. was a good fight one on one. Oh, that was actually three Terminators on one at first. Yeah. What do you what do you think about well, we did Terminator, we did Robocop. You know, you said Robocop would be your next to kick off after Marv. Mm-hmm. Judge Dredd, I think, would be mine. I think Judge Dredd would be a great bodyguard. I mean... Against these foes, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Okay, I think ahead. he would have the firepower. You're okay. That was one of my thing. I was thinking about some of these guys, I believe, have a finite amount of ammo. Mm. Right? I mean, I've never seen Judge Dredd run out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. But Judge Dredd versus Darth Vader? How long is that fight? 
he would be my third for sure. I would even think uh, has Bat- Batman and Judge Dredd have gone. They, they've head done to stuff, head, I but, guess, but but I mean, they always end up. You're a lawmaker. Sure. I'm a lawmaker. You join forces, and you're like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I like Judge Dredd comics. Like early ones are really violent, and really mm-hmm. cool, and like, but I like it better when it turns into like a, a weird hell crossover thing with Judge Death. Yeah, I can't say I know a lot or have read a ton of Judge Dredd. I think I ha- I, I had one trade and then uh, another book that had Judge Death in it, and yeah. and those the drawing are really badass and like there's a lot of cool crazy <laughs> crazy stuff happening yeah Judge Dredd I don't think would get very far he and Marv are probably on the same level yeah maybe I'd kick off Judge Dredd second like if I was to give roses if it was a bodyguard bachelor <laughs> thing <laughs> why do you know so much girl stuff <laughs> This is the bodyguard episode, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. You th- so Judge Dredd is getting a rose. <laughs> no, I, I would. I, I think. I think you convinced me that I would mar first Judge Dredd and then maybe keep RoboCop around just out of sentimental value. Yeah, I mean Marv and Judge Dredd would get kicked. I don't think RoboCop would be in. I mean Darth Vader's high on that list, but what are Darth Vader's vulnerabilities from these people? Like, the, I mean, I definitely think Wolverine would give him a run for his money because we do see that Darth Vader is vulnerable to losing limbs. I was gonna say and he he technically also is mostly a robot right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i i feel like getting in close enough to cause damage to vader would be hard if you can't nullify the force because i feel like i mean there's so many if you go by video games and comic books and stuff there's Mm -hmm. so many different force powers force yeah force force fields force push you know, lightning choke. Yeah. Clouding people's minds. Oh yeah. Force choking and shit. Mm. And we've, he's been, he's done lightning in video games and comics. What are you laughing? (laughs) Oh, he would force choke you. Force choke the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see Darth Vader force. Like he didn't know Schwarzenegger was a Terminator and he's force choking the shit out of him. And nothing's happening. Like 10 minutes. He doesn't understand. Yeah. But I feel actually be a cool scene. I think that'd be really cool. And then I, but I think, once once he got close quarters, he just chop. I mean, I think I think the Terminator would be chopped to pieces real quick. By Vader. oh, I agree, I agree. How do you think a Predator or a Batman would do against Vader? Again, I feel I want to say that Batman would hold his own. Batman has held his own against Superman, who I think is a greater threat overall. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I feel like if Vader was fighting Batman, he would be fighting to win. Whereas I feel like most times Superman is fighting him. Superman's like. I'm not just going to kill him. Yeah. Whereas Vader would just kill him. Would just kill him. But I feel like Batman would hold his own well, but I still think Vader would win if I had to put money down on that. Depending on the situation. If he was in Gotham, Batman would find a way. Like if he knew all about Vader, if he already fought him or read about him or seen a fight and he could prep for it. I feel like it would be a good fight. I feel like Batman would hold his own, but I feel like Vader would ultimately. I think there's a Batman Vader fight on the internet. No, somebody made a, a pretty impressive fan video and they fight in a tunnel and and Vader kind of kicks Batman's ass but then Batman gets in a a bat spaceship and just blows Vader away. So that's, again, if you go by suits, I feel like if he had a suit that could somehow, there, again, there's different things in the Star Wars universe that nullify the force. Yeah. Um, there's like a, a specific type of like caterpillar slug thing that nullifies the force. If you have one of those near uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. it keeps you safe from the force. No one yeah. can influence you with the force. If Batman had one of those. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, then then he's just a robot. I feel like Bat- if Batman had one of those, Darth Vader and him would be a good fight, even if Darth Vader kept the lights in. How would a Predator and a, and a Vader fight go? Would that be interesting? It would be interesting, but 
I feel like the Predator would have to try to get the drop on Vader in that situation. Like, the Vader couldn't be going after the Predator. The Predator would have to be going after Vader and would have to get a really good... Like, Vader was already fighting somebody else. Oh, man, I just thought of a great series of, of Star Wars Predator comics. Vader is hunting Yoda throughout the universe. And the Predator is looking for things to hunt as well. And the Predator gets to Dagobah and is hunting shit. And he sees Yoda and he's like, I'm not going to attack this little guy because, you know, the Predators are all about honor and, right. and, and fighting things. But then Vader shows up and Yoda and Vader fight and the Predator sees it and he's like, damn, these dudes are baller. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get their little heads on my wall. And so he starts attacking them and Vader and Yoda have to like team up to fight the Predator. And it doesn't last very long, but it's cool enough of a comic that you're like, oh, I'll buy three issues of that. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. I, I could see that. I yeah. think that's pretty good. And I mean, the Predator tries, but then is like, oh shit, I stepped in too deep. And then he gets away. But in the meantime, it makes Vader, like something happens to Vader that he, he has be, to leave as well. That. that would be pretty cool. I feel like that would be a pretty good fight. But again, ultimately, I feel like Vader, the magical force of the force. Totally. I mean, Vader could force choke a predator. Totally. What does the predator have that Vader couldn't couldn't dodge or get away from? Traps. I think he could I think if you got Vader in a in a, sp a good spike trap or some sort of predator technology trap, mm -hmm. I mean, if you skewered Vader pretty good, he'd have a tough time getting out. But again, how powerful is the force? In the first three movies, we don't sure. see them like the best you get is lifting a, a X-wing out of a swamp. In later <laughs> movies, I mean, it's Force. In in the comics are are the cartoon of the Clone Wars. We mm -hmm. see Mace Windu like crush a thousand robots with the right. force at once, like right. like crazy powerful. You, and you look at like look at uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Rogue One, Vader in the end of Rogue One destroys all those guys in the mm. hallway and you don't see that at all in the original trilogy but if you're assuming that he can do shit like that how could robocop fight vader if <sighs> robocop if, if vader could just literally force throw him let's just take a moment to appreciate that scene <laughs> my favorite part of the entire movie and not necessarily <laughs> yeah no that that it was so rad when it was went dark and then just the red light in the dark and these people start screaming. He just starts throwing people everywhere, chopping people up, stabbing that, that guy through time, the door. Is that the first time in the movies that we've seen a lightsaber wielding person attacking non-lightsaber? No, I guess I mean Luke attacks stormtroopers and shit with it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But it, it was definitely the most violent we've ever seen Vader or For lightsabers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when he impales that guy through the door and then the door yes. opens and the guy falls down, that yeah, was rad. It was really That was so cool. cool. All of that said, yeah. if Vader was my pick, I feel like emotionally we would have a hard time connecting because I feel like he's one of those guys in mine and I believe your opinion, like the Punisher. Yeah. He had his love. That love is over. Yeah. He's not in the world to love anymore. And now he's a jackass and he would like fat shame you all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vader would fat shame the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you need to get to the gym. And you're like, just love me for how I look. I mean, I'm pretty sure Vader is not a cuddler, and I'm definitely a cuddler. <laughs> even if he was, I feel like he'd have trouble being the little spoon. <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't even let you take his mask off till he's almost dead. That's true. We yeah. have to go into that little Yeah, in the, into the pod. Yep. No, I feel like he's not emotionally gonna be there. I feel no. like he not only like does he have emotional issues, but he doesn't have fucking time to be 
emotionally involved yeah. with me. Yeah, he wants to get this bodyguard job done so he can go destroy all the Jedi. <laughs> he's like, I have a universe to take over. Yeah, he's really, um, he's really distracted. And although I feel like I think I'm super handsome, let's face it, I'm the Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you go from Natalie Portman to Matt Corrigan. <laughs> no, that's tough. That's true. That's true. Well, and whereas, like, you know, I, I feel like RoboCop would 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 teach our our Whitney Houston son how to like twirl a gun. Predator might teach our kid how to hunt. Darth Vader would be like infecting our kid's mind with like kill the Jedi. That's true. Yeah, that's true too. You know, the kid would be like, yeah, I command you, and you're like, shut up, kid. <laughs> we, we do not command in this house. Yeah, we do not do that in this house. <laughs> we know the Terminator is a good bodyguard. We know he's good with kids too. We've seen. Although that. kids usually teach him. <laughs> no, no problemo. <laughs> and I feel like the Terminator would be a, a, a really solid choice, but up against a Darth Vader, up against a Batman, up against a Wolverine. Dark Horse in DC, Batman versus Terminator. What the fuck? Why hasn't that happened yet? Yeah. We've had Superman versus Terminator. Dude. Not Batman. I mean, time travel, galaxy far, far away, a long time ago. Time travel can get <clears> you there, buddy. Hmm. <throat> Mm. What's the corporation for the Terminators? Skynet? Yeah. Find a planet that's all Skynetted out. Uh, for Star Wars? Yeah. Star Wars Terminator? Star Wars Terminator. How would you how would you bring them together? Technically, Star Wars was a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. From where we are right now in time. Mm-hmm. And technically, Skynet is in the future. Yep. Yeah. It's tough to put them together. You, you know what you do? You end it up, you end it mm-hmm. with... However, you however the story takes place, you end it with droid technology remaining on this new planet. C-3PO's that turns hand out to be. <laughs> what did you say? C three PO's hand. <laughs> Darth Vader created Terminators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You end up having a droid piece left on a planet that mm-hmm. is new and uncharted that looks like Earth. Yeah. With the suspicion that someone would later use it to create Skynet. In my head. Skynet is is fighting and there's a huge time portal explosion and it like goes into what's called spaghettification, which is a real time travel issue. Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> the time stream. She's all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's spaghettification is just the idea that like if there's a multiverse and you get shredded, like all these different parts of you go all over time and you could have okay. s- you could have some Terminators. They're just like, we're here to ki- kill Sarah Connor. But there's none of that shit. It's Star Wars time. <laughs> you just did the 8-bit Nintendo song and it makes me think, I have you now. And then he goes, let's blow this thing and go home. You're in the clear, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. (laughs) That fireball looks perfect going down the exhaust port. Bloop. Dude, there would be a little, oh. oh. Everyone draw this. They would be like one of those little fucking plant monsters that comes out of the exhaust port and goes <laughs> dun, back dun, down. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Got a tiny oh. shot this way. Then in, in the prequels when they're swimming underwater to the gun, gun, Gungan City, it's like. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> the squids floating around. Oh, my God. Nintendo and Marvel. Get on it. Get on it. Where oh are you God. guys on this? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Can we add Mario to this list now? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I want to drop Marv and put Mario in. <laughs> Dude, how cool if fucking Han Solo and Luke got into the detention set, detention cell, detention block. They opened up the princess's door and she's like, it's like a different princess. And she's like, sorry, your princess is in another Death Star. <laughs> Oh my god, there's like a zillion mashup ideas for this. Oh my god. Oh mm. my god, the stormtroopers look like toadstools. <laughs> Their helmets are all stupid. <laughs> Giant helmets. <laughs> it's the same shape, you're right. A, what are they? The Goomba. Goombas. A Goomba head and a stormtrooper head are the same thing. Yeah, they could be. It's Luke just, and Han should have just been jumping on them. It's just the helmet with feet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thermal detonators wind up with like little legs, little bomb bombs. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> we need to do an episode just about that. <laughs> Mario Brothers and Star Wars. You go, you go into the cantina, and the Hammer Brothers are in there. There's like a lot of. The <laughs> we could do a lot with this. <laughs> Don't steal our ideas. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. All right, all right. Stay on target. <laughs> <laughs> Between Darth Vader and Batman, who is your final pick? Is it Batman? Oh, the other thing, and go, this is not necessarily, this is actually definitely not answering your question, but <laughs> when you put your emotional component in where we have to essentially fall in love, yeah. I love the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know as though he'd love me back super hard, but he's just so cool. He's kind of aggressive. And I would show the Predator, like, for those of you who don't know me in person, I almost always, except right now, I'm wearing cargo pants, and every pants pocket is assigned a specific thing, and there's, I have usually have three or four different multi-tools and knives and flashlights on me at any given time. Even with gym shorts right now, I have three flashlights on me. But I would, like, show him all that, because, like... Part of the reason I have all that shit is because I worked in the film industry and it was always good to be prepared. But part of it is because I think the idea of a predator sitting in a tree healing himself with a wound with a med kit that he has in his leg is yeah. fucking awesome. And that's yeah. why I have a I have a first aid kit in my pocket at all times. I have two first aid kits on me right now. One in your backpack, and one in your pants yes. pocket. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And I I would show him, I'd be like, Predator, look. <laughs> That's how you guys would bond. Like, he'd be super cold at first and be like, I'm mm. just here to do a job. But then you'd be like, look, I have a first aid kit in like my pocket, he'd, too. Like, he'd stub his toe or something and go to get his men kit. And, and you're I'd like, be like, no, no, here. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, got and it. then he'd be like, oh, cool. And you'd be like, look, I got I got like 50 feet of rope on this lanyard. <laughs> it's like, that's pretty rad. And then he would teach you how to trap things. Because oh, he doesn't have paracord. We've never seen that yeah, in the Yeah. So, so then there'd be like this nice montage of, of you guys like packing like utility belt stuff and sure. like and like you know go packs and then you guys like trapping trapping victims and like skinning them together mm -hmm. and like laughing about it and like throwing blood at each other it'd be really That'd be funny cool. i would be totally down. <laughs> I'd, I'd be very killing good. gary Busey's. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hard that would be like the biggest test for me in a predator's relationship is yeah. when i kill gary Busey because i love gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh, oh and then you're like teaching him how to dance <laughs> Doing his hair. <laughs> he would do mine. He's got Predator's got cool hair. <laughs> he does your hair into dreads. I'm trying to think if we like did each other's hair, you'd have like me with yeah. long orange dreads yeah. and a predator with just this like big fucking poof of like <laughs> orange hair. <laughs> Bob Ross predator hair. <laughs> But the funniest thing is, like, he could only talk to you in, like, predator voice or, like, repeating what you said right. that he recorded on his thing. Be like, 
I, I, lo- I love you, Predator. <laughs> Ugly motherfucker. Mm. That's hysterical. <laughs> want, want some candy? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp <laughs> with a piece of spaghetti that comes out of my mouth and into his crab face mouth. <laughs> How would you kiss a predator? I mean, not that I think I'd let that... He'd stab you in the face. <laughs> well, I mean, just with the mandibles, physically speaking, if he was into it. I mean, you keep getting poked in the eyes. You need... The only thing harder to kiss than a predator would be an alien, right? A xenomorph alien? Uh, yeah, they would kill you every time. Like, Oops, did it too hard. Well, you couldn't French them. Definitely not. <laughs> An entire episode about the the practicality of kissing. <laughs> Everyone right now is like, they're getting off topic. We are way off topic. Hey. Well, you said we have to fall in love with these things, and that's what I'm talking about. The Predator's always in sexy fishnets, though. Oh, that's true. Imagine Predator lingerie. <laughs> Don't take our idea. Don't take our idea. Batman or Darth Vader? Batman or Darth Vader? Shit, because I feel like... You are obsessing over this. This is a tough choice for you. Is it... Well, let, let's take the feelings of what you like, like mm-hmm. which one of these you personally like. If it, you could only choose between Darth and Batman yeah. and the others would attack, who would you pick? Do you know? Between just Batman and Darth Vader? Yeah, you can only pick one of them too. <sighs> I mean, I just know Darth Vader would, would win, but I would just feel so unsatisfied with our relationship. <laughs> I think Batman's probably the best of of all worlds. I mean, he he finds whether you have to bend over backwards or not to 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 make him win, he does always seem to find a way to get out of the craziest situations. Right. Though I think Darth Vader could handle each one of these people completely well. He would not be the best role model for my young hypothetical son. Okay. <laughs> Take the emotional component out for a second. Yeah, Darth Vader. All you have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if, if the goal was only that you need to stay alive, yeah. Darth Vader Darth would protect Vader. you better than Batman. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But you're, are you saying Batman if there is an emotional component? Yeah. <laughs> Changes because, everything. <laughs> because you think he'd be better emotionally and for your un- for your children. My hypothetical child, right, yeah. your hypothetical children. My he Whitney Houston kid, yeah. <laughs> Batman would definitely be a better role model than Darth Vader. Let's see, how many children has Darth, uh, has Batman cut in half? Zero. Zero. <laughs> how many has Darth Vader cut in half? I mean, he hears their screams in his sleep. <laughs> his robot dreams. He can't even count them. Yeah, he can't even count them anymore. Batman's a good role model, but emotionally, would you want to have a relationship with him? I mean, like I said, he'd be out at night, like, setting up traps and, like, scoping things. I'd be worried about him. But, I mean, during the day, he's a millionaire playboy, so, you know, take me to Broadway shows. (laughs) Of the bodyguard. (laughs) You think he has time? I mean, yeah, sure. I feel like... How does he... I mean, how does he have time to be Batman and a millionaire playboy? (laughs) He can add one more thing to his list. I mean, if he really loves me. (laughs) (laughs) I just 
look, just stop for one second, okay? Yeah. I feel that in my chosen career, I work very hard. Yeah. And I know you do as well. Yeah. We have enough time in our lives to sit down for an hour and talk about this. We're not just talking about which of these cartoon, comic book, and movie characters would fight the best for us. We're talking about which we would have an emotional relationship. And we're actually, like, coming up with reasons. 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 Well, I mean, especially in the scenario that we are the Whitney Houston's of these situations, I think a millionaire playboy would really go well with a Whitney Houston, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, Darth Vader and Whitney Houston, everybody would be like, she's so below him. He's a, ru <laughs> he's a ruler of a universe. And here's just these podcasters. Why is he with them? <laughs> I mean, they're funny and all, but... They must be really funny. He's a dark lord of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> they must be really funny because their looks, not cutting it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Just shit. For the Costner of it, it's Batman. For the, I'll, I'll agree with you. For the Costner of it, it's Batman. Mm -hmm. If I just have to survive the night, Vader. Yeah. I agree. I, I think, agree. I think that makes the most sense. I think I think the the one that we overlook the most is is Wolverine. I I think on this list he was my very first go to. Really? My gut reaction, like if you were like you choose right now, yeah, I would have taken him just because of the durability, for lack of a better word. Okay. I agree. I think he's he's kind of like a one trick pony. I think he'd last so long, mm -hmm. and he would do so. Like he is honorable. Mm -hmm. If his charge was to protect you, he would do his best. Yeah. But he's clearly not the smartest on this list. You're right. He, if, if, and here's the thing too, we, we started saying this before and then we, so you said something about team ups before mm -hmm. who, who would, yeah. <laughs> like if it was one at a time, each person came at you. Right. But here's the other thing, right? There could be a team up yeah. where Marv and Wolverine said to each other, Hey, let's the two of us do this. Then you what have happens? Batman who would be like, all right, there's a predator over there. Mm -hmm. There's a Robocop over there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let those two start. Then while that's happening, I'm going to go in and capture Aaron. You know what I yeah, mean? Like exactly. he wouldn't have to team up. Batman could read the scene and say, okay, there are two other, I mean, technically there's eight other forces at work here. Yeah. I can use that to my advantage and use that as my part of my, my battle plan, even if they're not necessarily in league, you know? And that exactly is where I think Wolverine would fail. Cause as we've Correct. seen Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine as a character, one of his biggest weaknesses is the heroic failure where like he'll go out as a hero, but destroy himself or lose what his goal was to begin with to achieve that. <clears throat> sure, um, sure. So he would be distracted, like Robocop and Marv show up and he's like, all right, bub. And he's attacking them <laughs> and Batman's sneaking in the back and the Predator's all invisible and he's yeah. missed those two, two opportunities. Right. And it's like, whereas I feel like many of these characters are are very straightforward. You know, I think Marv, Robocop, Judge Dredd, the Terminator, they will just walk right in. Sure. And they will face on attack you. I think Hellboy, Predator, maybe Wolverine, Batman, and Darth Vader would come up with an alternate ploy. I don't think Darth Vader would go stealth, but he would go for the like art of war style. Like he, sure, he, he's not just yeah. walking straight up the yeah. middle. He would he would light your cabin on fire and make you walk out to him sure, and then, like sure. meet you in a snowy field and be like, "Man, you want this battle to happen so badly yeah. in the snow?" <laughs> I, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always. Yeah, I feel like Batman would really be hard to fend off. I mean, he's such a sneaky fucker anyway. That's the thing. Is like, there's so many. I feel like if you 
think of how many times Vader's been beaten versus how many times Batman's been beaten. Yeah. It, it would be a lopsided number. Man, and Predator has the invisibility thing, man. You'd think you were safe. Depends on who is your... Oh, you, if Predator was attacking you? Yeah. Depending I, on who is I'm your... I'm thinking of the offensive aspect at this point. It's like, so, so yeah, you pick anybody. It's like, so, so I, I, you know, Hellboy has just defeated seven other people, you know, and he's nursing some lightsaber wounds from Darth Vader before he sent him into the ninth level of hell with a portal. And then he gets into the, the cabin and, and, and Predator just, he's there and stabs him in the back. Does, I get, Hellboy doesn't necessarily have like heightened senses, right? We've never Not at all. I, I don't think he has heightened senses. I, he's literally just a giant bruiser with, with a bitching gun and some cool artifacts and that hell power arm. Terminator, as far as we know, couldn't see the Predator if the Predator didn't want him to? I think he could. You think so? I think he has a computer sensor because we've seen him with the scanning thing. He would be able to detect that, like, just as the Predator can see all in the heat vision, I think the Terminator could see a Predator. I remember once my dad and I were talking about that team-up Yeah. before there were any team-ups in the comics, mm -hmm. and I think it must have been before Predator 2 because in Predator 1, when the Predator has the mask on, yeah. he sees in thermal. Yeah. Then when he takes it off, he only sees in, like, blurred red. Everything yeah. looks blurred red. Yeah. Little known fact, if you watch Predator 2, when the Predator takes his mask off from Predator 2, he yeah. still sees thermal, which I think is a mistake. Yeah. Uh, he should see red. But anyway, in Predator 2, it's established that there's multiple vision modes. Remember when he's when yeah. Gary Busey's team is stalking him? Exactly. That being said, and based on now video games and shit, I know that the Predator can see robots with different vision. Yeah. So just because... And also, actually, Terminator is living tissue yep. over the skeleton, so Predator should be able to see him. If you assume Terminator can see him, Terminator can see Predator. Yeah. Batman has gadgets that would allow him to see Predator. I would imagine Wolverine can smell the Predator. Absolutely. Right? Because Wolverine's totally. got an totally. yeah. enhanced sense of smell. I feel like Darth Vader could feel through the Force. I sense a presence that I haven't felt in years. I sense a sexy presence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I feel like Marv would just walk right through the Predator's spear. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> gonna beat up this guy but good <laughs> 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 yeah, I think <laughs> I think Marv would be screwed. I mean, I think RoboCop might be able to see the Predator, but would like be too slow to be to. I mean, he'd be in a net and he'd be like <laughs> stuck in a Predator net, <laughs> rolling his eyes. <laughs> so much time with the with RoboCop is helmetless and in <laughs> distress. He has like a door door face. We <laughs> <laughs> both just. Mimic that with our face. Oh, poor, poor Robocop. All right, Rumi, you want to initiate the launch sequence? Yeah, let's do it. So I guess the, the best way we could do this is let's, between the two of us, say a top four. Yeah, we'll do four. All right, so who comes in fourth place? Who's our fourth pick? Our fourth pick for our bodyguard challenge would be Wolverine. We think he's a badass. We think he could take a lot of fight. I think he could dole out a lot of damage. Um, he would really do a good job protecting us. But we think there are some people on this list who might be able to 
to best him, but we th- we think he's a, he's good at number four. He's good, and this is a very hard thing for us to make a list for. But uh, we've for for the top list, we're going to take out some of the emotional, <laughs> the, the Costner component, we'll call it, and this, and we'll just say who's here to who's here to protect us against the other eight. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. And and we put Wolverine number four. So Wolverine's number four. We have Batman at number three. Mm-hmm. There's no denying he is a great fighter. He's gonna. In any situation, whether he has a lot of time or no time to prep or figure shit out, he will come up with a good plan on the spot. And I think he would be just his sheer force of will, his determination and his his ability to use strategy. He would be able to nullify half this list pretty easily. And the other half, I think he would do it. So I would say number three. And I, I, I don't think he's emotionally the best choice, but I know that at least he could buy me the things I want. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say if you're in Gotham city, I think Batman would always find a way to win. He, He could easily be number one, according to his fans in Gotham city. But I think there are certain components that, you know, I think Batman would have a tough time beating okay. in our I, top I two. I can see that. Yeah, especially in our top two. Our number two, and this was tough, but Hellboy, he's a bruiser. He can deal a lot of damage. He has a gun with lots of different types of bullets to do all sorts of different things. It's a gadget belt of his own. He's got the Hand of Doom. He's got... You know, a lot of stuff that he can use to fight off all these other characters. I think Hellboy would be a fantastic bodyguard and really, really do a good job of protecting us. And that, so that's our number two. That's our number two. Number two. Yeah. And as a lover? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he would have a harsh exterior, but once you got to know him, he, there's a real sweetness to him. You could take a Hellboy. I'd rather have a Hellman. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that too. I wasn't thinking about that the whole time. Well, number two, Hellboy. Oh man. So that leaves us with number one choice to keep us alive through the snowy night in the cabin. We're going to go with Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. I think he is at least power set wise, the strongest there and mm-hmm. would be able to weather the storm better than anybody else. And it was actually pretty hard to make that choice. Yeah. I feel like he, I mean, he's got the force. He's yeah. got a lightsaber. Yep. I think it would be very hard to harm him. Mm-hmm. He's got almost magical powers, which I think would be very effective against most, if not all of this list. Yes. Power wise, he is the most powerful person here. I agree with that. Yeah. Like just at, like statistically at the very yeah. least, I feel like Batman could evade those powers mm-hmm. better than most, but still, if you just are writing a you know a stat sheet about both of them darth vader <laughs> darth vader i think is the strongest for sure what would he do for your heart though man uh, I'd, I'd find another boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> you'd have a side piece <laughs> <laughs> so so darth vader would carry us out of the rubble yeah he would be my kevin if like you said before if kevin costner wasn't available if they're like sir we have no Kevin Costner's available for that weekend that you're in danger. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you have any Darth Vader's? <laughs> yeah, he would be the one to carry me out. That's our list. That's the launch pad That's list. That's the launch pad list. So the cabin is on fire. Mm-hmm. The snow has slowly stopped falling. There's a dead predator in you the corner. Gonna- <laughs> 
There's there's a ripped up, ripped in half Terminator. There's a bat cowl shredded. There's an adamantium skeleton smashed and crumpled in a heap, tied in a knot. There's a, a bloody stain where Judge Dredd used to be. Marv is so drunk he's passed out. <laughs> not like a victim of the fight. He just got drunk. No, no, no. He, that's how he got him. He was like, hey, you want to fight or you want to have a drink first? And then it turned into a drinking competition. Oh, and that's how he beat that's him. cool. He beat him with brains over brawn. That's cool. <laughs> Robocop's in the corner. And Vader got eaten by a Cthulhu monster. <laughs> nice. The big glove of doom reaches down with its three, three fingers open. Mm-hmm. And I put my hand in it and get swept up in Hellboy's arms and he walks me out and I <laughs> will always love you <laughs> he's, he's emoting with his hands too as he sings really. did you feel the collective cringe of our audience in that song <laughs> uh, I hope that you at home are imagining as I did a shot of Rumi in Hellboy's arms. Hellboy's walking towards you, towards camera, walks into it, and it dissolves, cuts to the reverse shot of him walking away mm-hmm. into the forest, I guess. <laughs> and on my mind, Hellboy's tail was twitching back and forth. Yeah, so, yeah. right. <laughs> like a contented cat. Oh, in my head, he also has the horns and the crown going, too. <laughs> It's majestic. I right, see who see who wears the horns in that relationship. <laughs> My wife's gonna be like, "You have some explaining to do." <laughs> so I was listening to that episode today. I hope she doesn't. I hope she just comes into the room wearing a crown with a tail. <laughs> A hand of doom. I, yeah, I listened to the podcast today, baby. <laughs> um, which is, that's actually good because it'll be interesting to see what my wife says after she listens to this because in, in my situation, mm-hmm. Cabin's on Fire, the Terminator mm-hmm. has been just crunched into a little metal ball about mm-hmm. the size of a softball by the Force. Okay. Predator, Force choked. Batman, ultimately Force choked. Wolverine, I feel like, yeah, like you said before, the skin has been ripped off his bones, and eventually, I don't know, how would you kill Wolverine? He cho- force choked him, too, I guess, because I feel like Wolverine, this is a side note, I feel like Wolverine can die from asphyxiation, right? I mean, if you want to say his healing power is immortality, that's a different story. I've but seen him come back from a nuclear bomb, though. It's really weird. But, like, assume that you can't breathe a nuclear bomb in real life. Yeah. Like, but I guess that would blow away his lungs, right? I guess that all that would be left would be the adamant. It's just the skeleton, yeah. Anyway, Wolverine's dead. Darth Vader killed him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hellboy has been tricked, mm-hmm. mind tricked, mm. and he just went back to hell, mm. and now he's reigning in hell. Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd, Darth Vader just lightsabered him diagonally in half just for the fun of it. Because oh, it was so easy. Hell yeah. Same thing with Marv. I mean, fucking Marv. Yeah, why is Marv? And of course, Robocop is in the corner. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. No, Robocop is walking backwards going, uh, uh, because he got electricity. <laughs> Darth Vader looks at me, and I look at him, and he puts out one hand, and then he turns it almost into a gun, and then he closes his four fingers and thumb as I slowly feel the pressure around my neck he lifts me up using the force and he walks away and in a lo- loving force choke embrace because that's how I like it <laughs> <laughs> and I- 
tonight, my wife's going to try that in bed. She's going to choke me. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? First of all, you're too weak. Second of all, what are you doing? She'll be like, I heard the, I heard the podcast. Like, That's how you like it. <laughs> oh, not even Seth Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, cut the shit. Do you even know what a Padawan is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give well. you some midi chlorians. <laughs> oh man! Well, there you go. That's uh, who will protect you? Who will f- who would you fight? <laughs> We'd love to hear from you guys. Somebody else who should be on this list? Uh, get rid of Marv. Who else? Should, who should we replace him with? <laughs> There's de- yeah, there's definitely a lot of substitutions, and yeah. I've seen lists like this or, or, or memes or stuff like yeah. this online where who would you rather or pick one versus whatever or what's the most whatever. Yeah, I was looking for them, but I found them intimidating because I'd get to one that I'm like, I don't even know who that is, mm-hmm. and I'm a pretty big geek. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying, like, for this one, I was thinking about, like, researching stuff. I was like, no, 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 don't just go based on what I know. What do I know about yeah. these characters, which turns out we know them emotionally as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good episode, man. That was fun. We had a good time. That was a good one. Ready for blast off? You got it. Guys, thank you for listening. We had a lot of fun doing this episode. Uh, Go to iTunes, give us a review. Also, don't forget to hit us up on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter, at LaunchpadPod. You can go check out our website, launchpadpod.com. Check us out in just two weeks. We will have a new episode dropping. I promise it'll make you laugh. And guys, if any of you want to draw bodyguard pictures of us with these characters, <laughs> please, we would love it. <laughs> I would accept me and Rumi bodyguarding each other. I would accept anybody on this list bodyguarding one or both of us. That would be hysterical. <laughs> I would accept me cowering behind Darth Vader, fighting against Hellboy with Rumi cowering behind him. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> Robocop in the corner. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> Please send us your art.